anytime she says, let's watch some Fifty Shades of Grey, I know it's, it's, it's go time. <laughs> How do you go? You've deciphered that incredible code of hers. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts with a nice, you know, giving her full body massage. For a long time, fuck, you know, you know, boners out, and I'm just trying to grope and cop feels for the entire hour. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps batting it away. <laughs> so finally, that could be fun in its own right, getting <laughs> it away. <laughs> so finally, you know, I get the legs. Oh, oh yeah, she's not holding them tight anymore. So I go downtown and I get to work a little bit. Anyway, she hits that point where she's fucking. Just starts that old big old laugh and just fucking crying her That's ass how off. That's you right? know she's getting she's there. Fucking laughing and just crying tears. Of In case you don't know. That's how I've heard it. I've heard it. orgasmic energy. So then it's like, then my job is over. So I just lay back there. She literally starts sucking on my dick, crying tears. <laughs> all over my chest. <laughs> <laughs> and that, wait, and I was that, like, whoa. Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Hey, is anybody out there still listening? Is anybody out there still playing fantasy football? Congratulations to you if you are. I'm sure our boy D-Rock, was it D-Rock last year that won a bunch of leagues and, and blamed it on us? Yeah, I think he, he gave us credit. No, it was. Was it? Was it? I think he did. I was like, what a good man. If you're still in it, that means you're kicking some ass or you're trying to avoid punishment. I'm doing both this yeah. week. Uh, I am Dewey's Nuts, of course. A uh, couple of voices you may not be super familiar with at this point. We've got the Wolf Pack to my right here in Studio B. Wolf Pack, say hello and tell everybody how your fantasy season is going right now. Hello, everybody. Uh... I'm kind of right there with Louise Nuts. Uh, one in one league and scraping the bottom of the barrel in the other one. But uh, as long as I'm not in the very bottom of it, it's about all that matters. What's the punishment you're trying to avoid? Probably the undercarriage. Your wife's going to wax your she's, undernuts? She's ready for it. She's like, I will be doing this. I will be. She's a medical life. professional. If somebody's going to do it, though, right. and yeah, that's she's, what you want. She already looked at me and just said, uh, Welcome to the house of pain. Yes. She can help to prevent any future infection or anything that's like that. That's right. Know. And the other voice, if you if you don't remember, that's the fucking bullfrog gracing us with his presence here in Studio B Week 15 semifinals. Bullfrog, tell the people about your fantasy story. Listeners, first I'd like to apologize. I've listened to these guys the last couple weeks, and their advice has been uh, crazy far, good. far from <laughs> spectacular. Look, if people are still in it, they know what to listen to and what to ignore. <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, four leagues, guys, in all four championship races at this time. This is a big, stressful, high anxiety weekend. Fucking group messages blowing up. People talking about me getting beat already. I'm not happy about it. I gotta find a way to get the dub. You I'm talk facing Lamar Jackson in two of the four leagues Lamar that I Jackson play. And CMC in the one. I'm facing CMC in two leagues as well, and I'm an owner of CMC in one. So you just get to that point where 
fucking A. If everything could go right and you find a way to win all four, it would be a miracle. But there's a couple leagues I'd like to win more than others, so we'll see what happens. Look, you talk shit about our advice on this show, but let me ask you this question. Answer it truthfully. When you need advice about who to start in these four semifinal playoff leagues, who do you ask? I text you, buddy. Yes, you fucking text me. We talk about it, and you're, the only reason you managed to get by is because of our Alan Robertson conversation last week. Right? Right? Correct. Yes. All right, let's jump into the news. There's so much. This week in football. First of all, good news. Devontae Parker. This guy's been trying to get it going in the league for a long time. Finally having something of a breakout over the last, what, quarter of a season? Six games, maybe. Preston Williams leaves, and he takes over as the stud in Miami. This kid just got paid four years, $40 million. I think 21, maybe 23 of that is fully guaranteed. So, good on you, kid. This is his fifth year. Look, man, if the general rule of thumb is if by year three a wide receiver hasn't broken out, they're not going to. It doesn't happen. Uh, Devontae Parker breaking the mold here. Uh, good job. Good on you. If you are still in the playoffs and you're getting it done, there's a fair chance Devontae Parker was a part of that as you've lost lots of pieces over the last few weeks due to injury. Let's jump into some of that injury news. Last week was somewhat devastating for quarterfinalists. It's a, there's a fair chance if you're out of it, it's because somebody got hurt and did it to you. Alshon Jeffrey, goose egg on the day, off to the IR, not going to finish the season, didn't get a single catch in the game before he did it. Who benefits most on this Philadelphia Eagles team with Alshon out? Does anybody really benefit? I mean, I watched that game against the Giants, and they just, I mean, McCown about came in. It's got to be Ertz. Ertz. It's yeah. got to be Ertz, man. It, yeah. You know it's not Aguilar anymore. I don't no. even know who they're not playing yet. I mean, I mean, if you had to pick a wide receiver, maybe Greg Ward Jr. He had, Greg I think he had Ward nine Jr. targets, five catches. Maybe JJ. Maybe JJ. But he just those running backs get looked at more now. Right. Scott. Scott got a. Scott yeah, got he nine was a targets. I think. He looked better than Miles Sanders out there. He was what, a top 15 fantasy back last week. He had 128 yards, I think, total. Not, and a touchdown. Yep, Not, and a touchdown. And some good work in the return game last week for old Boston Scott. But, but I think Ertz is going to see the 12 targets, man. I think he's going he's gonna to be a double-digit target guy as long as they're still competing for the division. I'm kind of with Wolfpack. I, you know, it's a shit division, and that's a shit team, and I don't really care. Uh, let's go to another shit team. With some real fantasy implications, Calvin Ridley has been as good as you would hope for, as good as advertised coming into his draft last season here in year two. He is also done for the season. I don't think he's technically been put on the IR yet, but everybody on the team, including this kid, said he's not coming back. Who benefits here? Julio is healthy again, finally, or at least he's back on the field. It's been a few weeks. Devonta Freeman is playing. Wide receiver Gage. Russell he's, uh, fucking Gage has been doing well. He is not a rookie. Second, maybe second or third year player. It's got to be Russell Gage. I agree with you. Russell Gage has had nine targets in each of the last two weeks himself. Um, he's getting it done. I, I, I don't hate that. Again, this team sucks, but they throw it more than anybody else in the league. So I'm hoping to get it to Julio this week. Because he's rolling <laughs> them out everywhere. Just one spot, but my biggest one, and he's due. 
fuckers do for yep. one of those fucking 230-yard games. But Not rolling out against us. No. By the way, listeners, the Bullfrog is playing against uh, Nuts and Wiz's dynasty team. His first year in our dynasty league. To your credit, sir, you were gifted an orphan team that was just absolute trash, and you have made a lot of quality in-season moves. You got lucky on some of the players that just happened to be on a team that turned out to be something that we nobody fucking expected them to be. But here you are. No, I'm thinking about some of the guys I dumped. Er, I dumped AJ Green. I dumped Odell. Yeah, you got real lucky with some of these moves. Those three guys I dumped and got Michael Thomas, Aaron Jones. It's pretty good moves. Pretty good moves. You got lucky. Lucky, They were good, but you also got lucky. How about Mike Evans? Also going to be done for the season with that hamstring. Injury uh, tore it, I guess. He's just not going to be coming back. Is this? Uh, is there anybody on this team other than Chris Godwin at this point that you're like, fuck yeah, let's roll with it? Bright should get more looks, you would think. Between him and O.J. Howard, I guess. I don't want anything to do with those tight ends on that fucking team, though. No. Running backs, nothing to do with those fucking running backs on this team. Bullfrog, who else plays uh, wide receiver? Yeah, I mean, based the on what Bay they Bucks. did last week when Evans went out, Perriman ran the same routes. He didn't change. Uh, he still just ran his screens and deep routes. The guy they brought in was Justin Watson. He basically took over all of the Mike Evans routes. He finished the game, uh, I think it was like 5 for 89 and a touchdown. So Justin Watson's not going to get it done. Here's a, this I'm just is saying, a, that's this the is, guy they brought in. So I started reading about uh, these receivers for an article I wrote to this effect earlier in this week, and and I and I was reminded of Brashad Perriman and his workout at the combine. Do you remember the fucking just the insane numbers that this guy put up? He's six two. He's almost two hundred and twenty pounds. He ran a four point three zero. 40. His spark score is in the 98th percent. This kid is just an insane athlete, and I drafted him everywhere his rookie season in Baltimore. Didn't pan out, but he's been doing some work here in Tampa Bay. He's the guy that I went out and picked up to replace Mike Evans in every league that I don't have Chris Godwin, which is really just one or two, but uh, I I think that's the play there. Let's go on. Next item. Uh, It looks... Like, Eli Manning is starting rest of season for the New York Giants. And look, guys, he played well. He sparked the team last week. Are we excited about the New York Giants again? More to the point, can Darius Slayton repeat what he did last week? Two touchdowns? What was it, 180 yards or something stupid? Is this just uh, Eli's boy at this point? Mm, Man, if it was any other team other than Miami, I'd say fuck no. Yeah, but they but get to play the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm not going to have any trust in it, but it could happen for sure. You know, I'm starting Darius Slayton. I know. It just, mm. man, when you think about it, you're playing for a fantasy championship. If you've got to go down and start some of these guys. That's, I'm not playing for a, In the leagues, I own Darius Slayton. I'm playing not to wax my fucking under nuts. Right. There you so go. That's a little different. Putting them out there. Going for the fucking ceiling here. We've seen it. We saw it last week. I love it. They can take, though, instead. Look, I, last week in our daily a deep throat, we'll get to it. Bullfrog won that. The only reason you won that, I sat and I a- agonized over which New York Giants receiver to play. I knew oh, I wanted Slayton one of them. Shepherd. I wanted Slayton, Shepard, or Golden Tate, and I went back and forth between the three. I ended up picking Sterling Shepard in the end. Turned out to be a mistake. It, almost, it was almost Slayton, and I almost won another one, but... I like I like Slayton. I think Darius Slayton going into next season is going to be uh, going to be a 
one of those names that's going to be drafted real late, but it's going to do some real work. He's a rookie this year. He's going to be a great second-year breakout. Kyle Shanahan comes out just this week and says, point blank to reporters, Raheem Mostert has earned himself the lead role. There was some concern when Breida came back that he wasn't going to get the work, but last week he did it again. You, sir, Bullfrog, you have to overcome whatever Mostert can do this week as we're starting him against you in Dynasty. So is the other, my other fucking big money league is starting Mostert, too. So Dang. I'm rooting for the Atlanta rush defense, baby. Yeah, that's a that's a rush defense that I'll fucking pick against <laughs> every day. Really, what you need to be rooting for is just the San Francisco backfield to be what it's always been. You never fucking know what's going to no. happen. But I'm putting him yeah, out he's there. Been, he's looked the best. Yeah. He's I'll been a three. Wiz has said he looked the best since the preseason. Yeah. I just went and picked him up in our... Uh, Smart, smart. I, I, I owned him and played him yeah. like early on in the year, and then I cut his ass, yeah. and now he's back, fucking tearing it's it up. Been, it's been everything I had on him, well, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think he deserves the the lead role, but like you said, if 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 our listeners are in their semifinals and they have Mostert on the bench, do you suggest starting him? And how high how high is his ceiling? How high is his floor this week? I mean, honestly, Atlanta has not been terrible against the run. They've been terrible against the pass. They're, like, mediocre against the run. Uh, last week, he was a 60% snap share. He only had 10 carries in a game against the Saints where they scored fucking how many points? 48? Four, yeah. Breida had six, and Coleman had three. Uh, I think I, I would project Mostert to get about 15 touches. So I, I think he's – I'm thinking, you know – a a good game for him is seventy in the score. Yeah, I'd say I say he's a he's a top ten ceiling yeah. kind of guy, and I say his floor at this point is top twenty four. I play him. He's a running back I mean, too. Yeah, you probably play worst. him. You probably play him depending on who else you have. But he's yeah, he's definitely startable. He's fresher of the three. Hell yeah, he's fresh. Maybe that's why he and looks they, so they much better and the, stronger. Sh- it should be the game game flow of a more running game than that last game was. Every San Francisco 49ers game wants to be and should be game flow uh, for the big backs. Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, finally, actually? No. Juju. damn it, Juju. Tweaked his knee again. At practice, I saw this morning and said, healthy. Back on the field, motherfucker. James Conner's back. I don't want anything to do with James Conner back. Um, I don't even want to fucking talk about this anymore. Look, they're playing against Buffalo anyway. This is a very strong defense. I wouldn't have played either either or them anyway. Too many right? running backs and now in Pittsburgh. Man. So move on. Adam Thielen? Is he actually coming back this week? Also said healthy. He is active. Yeah. I will remind you that in our neighborhood league, Juju, Thielen, and James Conner were three of my first four draft picks. Sucks to be you. I mean, I made it to the quarterfinals, right? I lost last week, but that's what you deal with as a. There's been a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries this year. Talk to me about Adam Thielen. If he's back, he said he's not coming back till he's 100. percent So we got to trust that he's ready to go. But they're playing against the Chargers. This is a very strong secondary. I think they're top three or four against wide receivers for fantasy scoring. What do you do? Do you start him? Do you trust him? Cousins has been playing really well. 
You start him, absolutely. Got to, right? I think I think Hayward's going to spend most yeah. of his time on digs, and uh, Thielen's that guy they move around enough, slot in and out, that that's short route. He's going to be looking for yeah. him, yeah. Kind of that safety valve. you got to start him, especially in PPR. I don't you know, care PBR who he's sure. lining up against. I don't care who the matchup is. If you drafted this asshole and you've been sitting on your bench. You've been waiting. You can't not fucking start him. Just a matter of principle at this point. Whatever. Uh, Josh Jacobs goes against that MRI on his broken shoulder. They already know it's broken. They thought there might be some other ligament damage in there. It's a negative. He's going to play. Look, 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 look. look. Last time I was over here, I don't know what we were doing. Oh, yeah. The wife and I were over here. I brought the Cave of Excellence over here to Studio B. And we look over, and Bullfrog's two dogs, they're dudes, both of them. One of them was laying upside down, fully splayed. The other one was blowing them. Yeah, they Apparently, they trade off blowjobs. They lick the dick all the time. Gosh. Homosexuality is just a natural occurring It happens, event. I guess. Burn in hell, right, Bullfrog? Yeah, sure. I don't know how you anyway, feel about these things. Uh, uh, do we play Josh Jacobs this week? He has an incredible matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They suck. I couldn't do it. I don't I'm, think I can do it. I am starting him. I am planning. I am, too. We're going to talk about him later in the show, in fact. Should be interesting. Darius guys back to the IR, MCL, what's his third knee injuries since he came into the league? Third trip like, to what, the two IR? Years? Two, three years, yeah. Last year? Uh, this guy's just got to be done, right? He had one great game where he looked really good. Marvin Jones goes to the IR. Auden Tate goes to the IR. Rashad Penny out for the year after two really nice games. Paris Campbell to the fucking IR. Uh, Campbell didn't do anything, though. He didn't do anything, but he he was supposed to come in and be the only receiver there. What was it, last week, two weeks ago? Nothing happened. Just a bunch of garbage players that, look, I promise you, all those guys have been in and out of fantasy lineups all over the place all year long. You can no longer rely on these guys, hopefully. Thielen was the dude you were trying to replace, and he's back for you. That's the news. Lots of it. There's more injury news to come. Obviously, you got to check that yourself on Sunday. We're recording on Friday. We don't know the future. It's time to get this thing going. Peanut butter. I guess we should try to call the old uh, ice pack, huh? Get it? Ice pack. Wolf pack. Because he's Canadian. Let's see if he answers this time. I cut it out of the show last week, but uh, I called him six times during the show. He lives two time zones behind us, so the first time I called him was at 7.30. Uh, the next day when he texted me, he said he was sleeping. All right, cross your fingers. Wolfpack, you taking that peanut butter whiskey with us? I will. I got the uh, two shots this week, so. I don't know how a speakerphone sounds on a mic. Let's find out. You sleeping again? Yo yo! Holy shit! Frosty boy answers the phone. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How you guys doing? I'm fantastic. I'm here with two two podcast co-hosts that you don't know. We got the bullfrog. Next. We got the bullfrog here. We got Wolfpack here. What's up, Scuba Steve? Yeah, that's because <laughs> that's because you have web toes. <laughs> I figured it was not that hard. <laughs> yes! So good. Um, How many shots are you guys in already? So we we haven't even started. We called you for the shot segment here. I'm going to run it down for the listeners real quick, and then you're going to tell us what you're drinking, and we're all going to start taking them. I've got four shots. Four shots. 
sure. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long day. I got four shots coming my way, a couple of bad calls. Last week, I lost a bet. I picked Benny Snell over James White. Feels like a stupid one. Bullfrog, you've got two shots for us because, shocker, you lost in three in the pink, two in the snake. And then the last time you are on a show, week eight, you lost a bet. You picked mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde over Melvin Gordon. You're a fucking idiot. Nice, uh, Wolfpack, you've got two shots because yeah. you lost a bunch of bets to me as well. And, uh, oh, Canada there, you're taking four today? Is that right? Am I reading that right? I believe it was supposed to be three, and then some jackass just added one. Yes, yes. It's a interest penalty because you weren't on the show <laughs> last week. What are you drinking back there in the old, uh, I, don't even, I, don't, I don't know. The Great White North? Is that what it's called? The Great North, maybe. The Great White. Yeah, what, what are you drinking, brother? Drinking some bourbon. Yeah, but be more specific. You do shots of bourbon. Woodford Reserve, because it's the only thing I have in the house. I'll tell you what, the very second you said bourbon, I smelled bourbon. <laughs> You're welcome. We're connected, bro. I keep calling him bro because he's my brother now. Nice. We're brothers. Contractually obligated. Did we just become become best friends? All right, let's take some shots. Peanut butter whiskey over here for us because that's how we get down these days. Cheers. Get it going. Cheers. (laughs) One. Don't stop. Just keep pouring and drinking. It'll make the rest of this go easier. What do you want? Yeah, fuck it. I gotta take more than you. That's true. Mm. That too bad. Down. <laughs> Don't let it go through your nose. Two down for the nuts. Oh yeah, that you did spit that I, out your I nose did. last time. That was horrible. <laughs> Permafrost, how you doing? How many down are you? <laughs> Two so far. Oh, I need to hear that shot glass slam down. That's how we all know that shots are going down. Hmm. <sighs> can't mix these flavors together. I don't recommend a peanut butter whiskey followed immediately by a peppermint schnapps. That is not a nice combo. I don't know if I'd ever recommend a peanut butter whiskey. Dude! It's not bad. It's fucking delicious. I'll give you some the next time I see you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I I will say, the, uh, what was the last time? The caramel schnapps? The butterscotch, baby. Butterscotch schnapps. That that was actually quite good. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna finish off with the butterscotch. Take your last two. You, you still got one. I got one. You got to take I'm on number one. three. Oh, All right. Hit it. <laughs> Delish. Oh, fuck. A little bit more. Yeah. De- yeah. Drink it down. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. We're not going Big Wiz today. We're going to go with Mr. Bullfrog. Going to hit us with his stat of the week. All right. I got two, two guys for you. First stat that I was researching I thought was pretty interesting which is, is pretty directly related to fantasy uh, fantasy worthy quarterbacks, and that's yard per attempt. Mm. Yards okay. per attempt. Meaning what quarterbacks are chucking it? What quarterbacks are chucking it downfield? Lamar Jackson, okay. number one. Number one. Not Lamar Jackson. Oh, well, he's on the top three. Golf. No, he's not on the top Shut three. The fuck up. Not golf. Not are we golf. talking air yards or completion yards? Yards per attempt. Just simple old Mahomes? Yards. Nope. Key Rice. Is it uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, had the right first name. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill leads nice. the NFL in yards per attempt at 9.8 this that, season. It's pretty sweet. Leading to what kind of games for his receivers? 
Usually nice big ones. Games. Nice games. Big, long fucking touchdowns. Mr. A.J. Brown. His career average is only 7.3. Hmm. This season, 9 points. Well, that's because eight. he played in fucking Miami. Yeah. For Adam Gase. Number two, this guy is currently injured. He's been injured the last couple weeks. Who is number two this season in the NFL? Matthew Stafford is number two. Oh, yeah. Remember, oh, he was yeah. healthy. Yeah. He was throwing deep balls. He's always done. That's why his two All the time. And, here's the, here's, and his was 8.6. His career average is only 7.4. So, again, he's well over his career average. And here's the third one, the last one in this category here. Another surprise one. This one kind of shocked me. You've thrown out a lot of names out there. You haven't said this one yet. Kirk Cousins. Yes. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, believe it or not, is third in the NFL in yards per attempt. You wouldn't mm. think of that about Kirk Cousins. I would not. But he, he likes to throw it downfield to Diggs and company. 8.4. And his career average is, career average is actually 7.7, seven, higher than the rest of those bums anyway. All right. Then I got a who am I for you. Running back. Okay. Who am I? Currently the number 14 running back in half-point PPR. Jesus. I've got 206 attempts for 790 yards at a 3.8 average with three touchdowns. That is such garbage. Chris Carson. I've got 29 receptions on 39 targets for 230 yards and three touchdowns. I think I got this. Joe Mixon. That's what I was thinking. That is Joe Mixon. Joey I am the number 14 running back, and I have done absolutely nothing to win you a game. Garbage. To win you I got rid of him in league. week five, week Nothing. six, something like that. So was, you mentioned earlier, he is creeping his way up into the, and you know what, he's going to end up close to top ten, which will mean fucking nothing. Next year, I won't fucking touch him again. No. I don't care if he finishes a top ten running back because he wasn't a top ten running back. He did nothing to win you any matchups all season. I'll tell you what. Interesting shit, though. How's your I, deal I've with, been saying uh, all along. You have a doc. Oh. I'm blowing them out of the it's water on that. It's pretty much over. I've been saying all along, uh, it, whenever I do the da- daily deep throw, I say, look, pay, pay up on running backs. Absolutely. You can get receivers otherwise. Absolutely. What that stat tells me is that the running back position is uh, this year is you got the top handful of whatevers, and then everybody else is shit. Exactly. If he's basically a running back one, or at least yeah. on his way to a running back one top 12, Fuck. then that's... That's right. I guarantee you, you look at the teams in playoffs still, it's going to be because they got CMC or they got Cook or they got Derek Chubb or they got Henry. Derrick Henry. Yeah. Maybe Fournette if he's been doing okay. But you, outside of those guys, maybe Aaron Chris Jones. Carson's been pretty good. Aaron yeah, Jones. Yeah, Chris Carson's Aaron not scored Jones. very many touchdowns either. That's yeah. why I said, all right. All right. Now for more dumb shit I heard this week. Let's talk about dumb shit real quick. Uh, there's a guy. He lives in... Hang on, I know this. Uganda, okay? He lives in Uganda. People pay this guy money to come visit their villages. Because Uganda, if you don't know Wolfpack, is in Africa. Pretty poor country. Ravaged by a child war for the past 30 right. years. They have no money... Lots of people dying from things like malaria, mosquito-borne diseases in Uganda. Because, no, that's not a (laughs) mosquito-borne disease. Uh, But, yes, AIDS, too, probably. (laughs) Um, This dude, his name is Joe. I can't say his last name. The thing about Joe, and the reason people pay Joe to come to their village and just hang out for a little while, is that apparently Joe can 
reportedly kill mosquitoes in a six-mile radius with his farts. It's impressive. Apparently, for the last ten years, this guy's been going around in any village he's been in, zero cases of mosquito-borne disease reported in those places while he's been there. Because of his farting. Yeah. Now the CDC has asked him to supply them with some of his intestinal gas as a sample to test <laughs> this to figure out what's going on because nobody dies when he's around because he can fart and kill all the insects in a six-mile radius. I just think this is incredible. I feel like I've got a shot. My wife would tell you that I've got a shot. Maybe we should all move. Speaking of shot, you want to do one? Yes, I do want to do a shot. Mostly because those are bad, bad fucking... I'll do one Dumb one shit, and I'm sorry for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of sweet. Kind of shitty. Wolfpack, you said that was impressive. Let me tell you what's fucking impressive. The utter domination I'm putting up in three in the pink, two in the stink this year. I have I'm up by 550 it. points at least. This week, Rigged. the top... Three players in the of the week. Shane, you remember Shane. You know Shane Bullfrog. 131 points for him. This is two weeks in a row that he was number one in the league. After two weeks in a row of number one, over 100 points in each week, he now on the season sits at 16th with only a positive 61. So he doesn't have much of a chance to catch up to my 900 fucking points. I was number two this week. 108. That's my fourth week in a row in the top two, because I'm better than everybody else. Lucas Kaser, my boy Lucas Kaser. Lucas Kaser also writes for the FSGN.com. You should go check out his stuff there. He does a great job. 107 points for him in the positive. Bottom three this week, FF Spotlight at a negative 41. So in my in my uh, industry league, I played against FF Spotlight in the quarterfinals last week, and I beat his fucking ass. He also got his ass whooped. Buy me in three of the pink, two of the snake. Sideline Squib, another podcast that I like. Pretty good podcast. Check it out. It's not as good as ours. Negative 81 there. And the good doctor, of course, came in last place with a negative 96. Should we toast to the good doctor and his the miserable woes? Mm. Peanut butter. A couple of notes. Last week, the Wiz had popped up to second place in our competition. He had a negative one this week. Drops him back down to fifth place couple players worth mentioning. The fun thing about three in the pink, two in the stink is really bad performances can either help you a whole lot or hurt you a whole lot. Brandon Cooks, who was hobbled and played some but not a lot, had a goose egg, zero fantasy points last week, and he netted people positive 97 with that goose egg. At the flip side, Alshon Jeffrey also left the game before he had any catches. Goose egg netted those that had him, a negative 82. So that same result for two receivers, probably in the same tier, that's a, almost a 200-point point differential here in three in the pink, two in the sneak. Really interesting. Froggy, you lost between the three of us again. You know why? Because Justice Hill is a crap Yeah, it was. Fucking running back. Rita's been sucking. Carson's I don't even know where I'm at on this. Keenan Allen's yeah. holding his own. And 
Mark Ingram does well. So, yeah, my, my roster's pretty terrible this year. Pretty bad. You want me to tell you where you're at right now? Sure, bring her on. You know where you can find out, along with everybody else listening? I got a new phone, so... Yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com will do it for you. This week, Mr. Wolfpack, you've scored yourself a grand total of negative 16, and that puts you on the season... At 20th place with a negative 43, Bullfrog, you're still in the positive. Positive 72, that's 15th place. You know, it wasn't too long ago. You and I were the only ones yeah. that hadn't lost, and I just went and plumbed You say it. it wasn't too long ago. It was week four. Okay, that, was, a, that wasn't too long ago. weeks ago. Look, the uh, Cave of Excellence at only a negative 57 is looking to finish in the positive and looking to pass you up next week, Wolfpack. Don't let that happen. She closed her eyes and pointed at the list. If you fucking lose to her, you owe me 10 shots back to back. No to back. And I get to pick him. That, oh, he's, this is, you know, at the end of the, this is, he's the next big thing. We're going to go quarterbacks right out of the gates here. Bullfrog, you're, you've got quarterbacks. Who's your stud of the week at the position? My stud of the week at quarterback. Uh, mentioned him earlier. I'm going to take uh, Deshaun Watson this week. Uh, mentioned him earlier? Yeah, in the, in the Would You Rather, oh, right, right. talked a little bit of stats on Watson. Uh, this is week. one of my regrets in a league that I have this year. It's probably the worst trade I've made in my career of fantasy football, but you know what? I'm still playing in the championship in that league. Mm. You traded Watson for? I traded Mahomes, Deshaun Watson and Chris Carson Ooh. for Juju, John Brown, and O.J. Howard. Now, this super flex league with definitely penalties for quarterbacks, though. So quarterbacks aren't quite as valuable. You lose one point per sack, which is bad for Watson, but still, dude. But yeah, so one of my worst trades ever. Not sure what I was thinking there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Watson against the Titans. I think the Titans are a pretty damn good team. I think they're going to be able to score. And as we saw, was it last week when the, or was it last week or two weeks ago when the Texans just got fucking annihilated by Denver? That was last week, but yeah. Watson still found a way late in the game. Two rushing touchdowns, uh, past the fucking nuke. He still found a way to be a one man show and score fucking points. This ha- has happened several times on the year, by the way. He yeah. saved he's his fantasy those, he, day with a rushing he's touchdown. He's a fucking gamer. Like, this is a big, this is a big, plus the receiving game. touchdown. Yeah, this is a game that decides this division. They'll play two, two times here in the last three weeks, which is fucking strange. But I think he's a gamer. I think Will Fuller should be back. Uh, three other top four corners are out, like I said. So I think this is a game Watson should should put up some good points. Legitimate type one. And like you said, there's a lot of bad weather games out there. Uh, so I think this is going to be a good chance this for him Tennessee. to do well. Yes. All right, I'm going to take Chris Carson, running back stud of the week. A few weeks ago, I said, watch out, Chris Carson, because Rashad Penny is healthy. He's well. He's taken snaps away, and he did until he got hurt, left the game last week, done for the season. Chris Carson ended up 70% of the snap share in that game. This week, Chris Carson and the Seahawks get to play the Carolina Panthers. Carolina has given up at least one rushing touchdown in every single week since week four. When they shut out the Houston Texans' crazy strong running tandem of Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. Look, five of those nine weeks, they've given up multiple rushing touchdowns. In fact, in that time, they average 120 yards and two 
touchdowns against them on the ground. Guys, this is a bad run defense. Chris Carson is a very good running back. Hasn't scored a ton on the season, but he's been just fine for you. Carson's got the fourth most running attempts on the year right now. The fifth highest snap share in the league, and that's even with Penny taking 55% of his, or 50% of his looks away in two of the last three weeks. Carson's on the field. Carson's getting the rock, and Carolina gives up fantasy points to the back. This guy is going to go eight shit and put you in your fantasy championship. I'm the, I got the wide receiver, and it's probably no surprise. Michael Thomas. It's the Colts. Second quarter. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. I want to bet you. Need Put it, it in there. Type it on that fucking screen so we don't forget. Second quarter. Exactly. Three it inches for It ain't gonna happen. Yards. But what I got hey. for Thomas is uh, Colts defense just gave up four. Wait, wait, wait. If it does happen, will one of you suck the other one's dick? Yes, I'll let Alan suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even cry for you. <laughs> All over yeah. your fucking belly button. <laughs> Are you done? No, I was. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Well, the Colts just gave up 474 yards to the Bucks. Granted, Mike Evans was out, but still, I mean, that's your number one receiver out, and you still gave up 474 yards. That's pretty bad for the Colts. The Colts allow 24 receptions since Week Seven. That is highest in the NFL. And Michael Thomas, Thomas, in that same time span, has 68 receptions. So I mean, he's getting fed. He's the number one by a bit. Exactly. Plus, he's having a career year. Double-digit catches in seven of the 13 games, three in the last five. Plus, he doesn't just go for touchdowns. He goes for first downs. He has 20 first-down receptions in the fourth quarter when it matters. That is second most in the NFL. Uh, Ten double-digit targets this year, averaging 11.8 targets per game, hauling in nine of them. So, I mean, that's a pretty good catch. Yeah, his yeah. catch rate is yeah. fucking insane. It's so yeah. good. Last year, yeah, and averaging eighty percent last year on one hundred and forty yeah. fucking targets. Right, and averaging over hundred yards a game. I mean, he's good. It, it, you cannot not starting. He's real goddamn good. All right, so there are your studs. Let's flip the script. What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up. <laughs> Can't get it up. I'm going to kick us off here. This is Joe Mixon. Talked about him earlier. Running back four since his bye week in week five. Andy Dalton wasn't there then, but he's back. And Joe Mixon hasn't missed a beat. Even during, I should say, this hot streak of his, when he's been scoring a shitload of fantasy points, he's only 28th amongst running backs in the league in targets. 14 targets over five fucking games guys this week against the new england patriots you have better fucking believe that the patriots are going to score i know they've been struggling but they're going to score against the Bengals' shit defense and the Bengals are going to be playing from behind you remember andy dalton's early season early season numbers right where he's throwing the ball 50 60 times a game that's going to happen again and the fact is that joe mixon is just not Catching a lot of balls. You said it in your stat of the week, 39 targets on the year. That's 27th in the league. 27th in the league compared to the two backs that have gone double digits. So two backs 
since the New England Patriots bye have scored double-digit fantasy points, that's Duke Johnson and Zeke Elliott. Both of them, both of them are top 15 in targets in the league, and both of them scored at least half of their fantasy points through the air. Running backs on the ground do not score against the Patriots. That's just how, how it goes. If you want to put up fantasy points, it's through the air. Joe Mixon, as the doc will tell you, has the skill set to do it through the air, but for whatever reason, it's not happening again. And uh, as as a result, Mixon's going to really fucking struggle this week, and he's going to disappoint people. He's going to knock people out of their playoffs. All right, guys, I, I just changed mine up last second here. Mm. Uh, so here we I'm go. switching it up to a wide receiver here. I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton. Mm. Uh, Denver Broncos at Kansas City. That's your boy Drew Locke chucking it to him. Yeah, you know, Drew Locke's been yeah, He's been decent, pretty good. But I think I give more credit just to that team in general. Their defense has really ramped it up here. Um, but a couple things about this matchup here. One is the Chiefs, I mentioned it in our Would You Rather, the Chiefs secondary has actually been pretty good, uh, especially against outside receivers, which Cortland Sutton is. Charbarius Ward and Bashad Breeland have uh, combined for just 56 of 115 passes for 894 and four touchdowns, which is a 48.7% catch rate. Uh, they've only allowed a touchdown every 28.8 targets. And uh, since Drew Locke's taken over, Sutton's only averaging six targets. Five the first game and seven the second game. He just happened to get two touchdowns. Or, excuse me, seven the first game, five the second. He just happened to get two touchdowns that first game. Uh, in Kansas City, quarterbacks just don't fucking perform well. That is one of the, if not the toughest place to play quarterback in the NFL. Wow, being, being a rookie. Yeah. Also, checking the weather, according to Dewey's Nuts, he reminded me that some bad weather games are out there. This is going to be a snow game, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think things are pointing down for Cortland Sutton in this matchup. Uh, so I would fade that motherfucker. Ballsy last minute change. Hit us both back. Call. I have running backs. I got. Uh, I took Tevin Coleman. Uh, last week he only played eleven snaps, which was like sixteen percent of their snaps. And plus, 49ers are starting Mostert. And the last two games, he's only had eight carries, fourteen yards, one reception for nine yards. When he's just not getting the touches, and when he does start, he's not performing. So they go with someone else. You know, they have a three-headed monster in San Fran, and they're going with the hot hand, which is Mostert. So why would you? Don't even bother. No, Don't no reason. Don't even fucking bother. That's a whiz pick if I've ever seen one for the can't get it up. I just gotta tell you. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. Not twenty four guy, but I don't uh, think so. But at beginning, beginning of season, it would have been all right. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. Let's go flex position. Bullfrog is going to kick us off. You can't have two names. Yeah, well, I'm going to throw two at you here. First one doesn't count. Because the first one doesn't really count. But according to the rankings, he is ranked number 36 or something this week. Because of, uh, I just think, the late addition to the healthy kind of active report. And that's Adam Thielen. You're playing him if you got him. Uh, I don't think you have three or four receivers that you could say are hotter or better uh, or more able to produce than this guy. So I'm going to jump way the fuck down to number 60, according to Fantasy Pro 
Joe's weekly rankings, and that's, well, with a little bit of contingency here uh, is Devontae Parker. Uh, it's not quite yet known if he's going to be playing yet, so this is contingent that Parker is out. Isaiah Ford is going to be a flex start for me, and this is a guy for the Miami Dolphins that uh, I think gained nine targets last week. Uh Earned the trust of Ryan Fitzpatrick right away. Albert Wilson might also be out this week because we know Albert Wilson is who he is, which is hurt every fucking week. Uh, and Fitzpatrick is a chucker, man. He's going to be chucking. The New York Giants secondary is fucking weak. And did you guys just see earlier today what happened to the New York Giants secondary? See, we'll talk yeah. about it later. Oh, okay. Slow your roll, okay. brother. I've got it in my notes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think Isaiah Ford here has a chance to be a nice little number three wide receiver slash flex play, get some decent volume, maybe even sneak you a touchdown. I'm going deep, deep, deep diving. What is Isaiah he, uh, to your point earlier, um, I did look this up before we began. Devontae Parker left last week with a concussion. Correct. There is, he's still questionable listed, but... Yep. There is every reason to believe that he will play this week. Do you still? Yes, Wilson's out. Do you still buy in at all to Ford with Parker on the field? Yes, but not not as much. But so that's this is it's one of those guys that I'm kind of giving you the asterisk to keep 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 a close eye on because if he's available there's last a set, minute, if there's a setback for say Parker, you're planning on playing Parker, and all of a sudden things change, this is a guy that I would have confidence picking up and playing as a flex play. Uh, he is, uh, what, let's see, what year are we getting, 19, so I think it's his second year, second year out of Virginia Tech, maybe, he was drafted hmm. in 2017. Hit us! Yeah. Wolfpack! I went with Stoney Michelle. I know he hasn't been doing too much lately, or really all season, but, I mean, the Bengals' defense have allowed 23.1 fantasy points per game, according to Yahoo. That is a ton of points. Um, he has not scored since week seven. But I believe he's due. I mean, the Bengals are not a very good team. And, of course, what better way to get your offense back than just run the ball for a little bit, get that play action going, let Tom Brady do his thing, drop some dimes out there. Well, coming up on Sony Michelle time, right? I mean, what did he do in the playoffs last year? Exactly. He records he for rushing touchdowns. So, maybe, maybe. It's, it's, it'd be real tough for me to hit the start button on Sony Michelle. If I had him in my roster, though, he's been so fucking bad. This could be the game, though. This year. All right, I am going to go with another running back here. It's going to be Josh Jacobs. So, again, Fantasy Pros has him ranked at number 30, which I feel is a little bit cheating because Josh Jacobs has been really good all year. Mm -hmm. But there is serious risk here for re-injury. We know that he's playing with a broken shoulder. His broken shoulder hurt him so badly last week that they thought maybe he tore something in there. Turns out he didn't. It was just that his shoulder was broken. You ever break a shoulder and I'm, then try to I'm use not that? A bone, so. You ever try to use that same broken shoulder to fucking run into a two hundred pound, two hundred and fifty pound fucking defensive linebacker? I mean, it can't be that hard. I feel like it might hurt. I'm playing him anyway, regardless of the risk. And the reason is the matchup here. He gets to play against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let me tell you what the Jacksonville Jaguars are averaging against running backs over the last five games, okay? Because it's bad. 220 total yards to running backs. 159 mm-hmm. on the ground, 61 through the air. And they're averaging two touchdowns to running backs over those five games. They're giving up 6.6 yards per carry over the last five games. 
games. That is a big enough sample size to tell you that there's something wrong on this defense. You know what's wrong on the defense? Marcel Darius, Miles Jack, Quincy Williams, Najee Good, all these guys are on the IR. That is their entire linebacking start, starting linebacking core to begin the season. And Marcel Darius in the middle up front, that's half of their front seven. And those are good fucking players. There's a reason this team is struggling against the run. It's not going to change this week. Okay? They don't have the personnel to stop somebody like Josh Jacobs, who has been good when he's been in. If you have the balls to start a guy with a broken fucking shoulder, take the glory play and the win, please. Is that it? That's streamers. Mm-hmm. You don't like it. You guys don't like it. It's tough, man. It's I don't. Tough. I mean, I'm going with Jacobs. I, I got to play. Fucking rolling him out there too. Where is he's been tough. Now that's a stream. I got quarterbacks this week. I'm taking Ryan Fitzpatrick, the magic man. Can he get it done again? He's got the New York Giants. You've said a couple times, Bullfrog, already, that uh, he he slings the ball. He's not afraid to do it. He's been outside of Jameis Winston, who we played with last year, the ultimate hot and cold guy this season in the NFL. He has the same amount of multi-touchdown games as he does Zero touchdown games over the last six weeks. So again, it feels like you're rolling the dice. But you get to play the New York Giants, who have been a bad, bad, bad pass defense all year long. They've given up multiple quarterback touchdowns in each of their last six weeks. But it gets worse this week. Bullfrog alluded to a, alluded to a minute ago. This team just cut Janoris Jenkins, the best cornerback they had. Now, to be clear... Janoris Jenkins has been bad this year. I think PFF ranked him 58 in the league, which is bad. But he was far and away better than anybody else they had to offer. So get rid of the best piece of a bad group. And uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick should be able to throw it to pretty much whoever he wants, whenever he wants. Look, this is, to me, going to be one of those 350-yard, three-touchdown games that he loves to put up in the right matchup. He may throw two picks. But who fucking cares? You can brush that off if you've got the numbers this kid's going to do. Kid, he's older than fucking me at this point. Jesus Christ. Give me a tight end. All right, for tight end, I went with David Joku. It's Njoku. Njoku. He's African. Uh, My bad. Njoku. Uh, Arizona is allowing 19.7 fantasy points per game to tight ends. The league average is only 12.1. I feel like that that could be a difference maker there. The Cardinals ranked 32nd on ESPN and on Yahoo. So, I mean, they're just a horrible defense in general. They are the tight end king makers. Yeah. They've allowed 32 touchdown passes this season in the NFL. I mean, why can't one or two beat your tight end? Plus, I mean, he's only the, it's only the second game back. I mean, I, I know he's just going back from injury, but... Baker's got to throw to someone because, I mean, Patrick Peters is going to guard either OBJ or Jarvis Landry. Why can't he just throw a seam down to Joku? Well, and Joku, my bad. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. All season long, regardless who the tight end is, on the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield, not a single one of them has had 35 yards receiving. It's trust, he doesn't though. throw it to Trust. Him. But look, 
In my in my waiver wire article this week, I strongly suggested David and Joku. When it came time to say how much fab you should spend, I, I didn't even article. I didn't even bother because it's a hard trust. But mm-hmm. talk about a goddamn glory play! You better be real desperate. All you don't even need to be desperate. All year, any any fucking tight end playing against the Arizona Cardinals has been a stud. It's you win with Njoku as your tight end. You can talk shit for years. Now you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot if you lose with him in there and he gooses you, but that ain't gonna happen. I love it. I love it. I got a tight end question for you while we're here. Feel free. This is a guy that's a streamer option. Ian Thomas. Greg Olson's been yeah. out again. Yep. Yeah. Ian Thomas had a great week last yeah. week. I picked him up before the game last week. So my big money matchup playing for the championship. Do you play Hunter Henry against Minnesota mm. D, who's been very stingy against tight end? I think number three in the NFL. Very good. Or Ian Thomas against the Seahawks, who have been uh, not that good against tight ends. So you say not that good. How about second worst against tight ends? Just second to the Arizona Cardinals against tight ends. Ah, uh, the problem with Ian Thomas is that he. He's not very good. He's a bad route runner. He's got bad fucking hands. He did great last but week. But Kyle Allen had James. 10 targets last week, and he managed 50 yards on it. And, and yes, he scored. But Kyle Allen's got to throw to someone, though. If it wasn't for that fucking touchdown. This is, this is what the Minnesota Vikings have done against tight ends in this league. That I need to play him in. 7 0 13 2 4 9 3 1 6 4 12 4 4. Only twice over 10. A 12 and a 13. So like Then this, you look at what then you look at what Seattle's given up in this league. A lot. 8 15 0 2 17 15 6 14 1 2 18 11 11. I would have to go Ian Thomas. I'm sitting, Ian, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here, Thomas. I hate Ian Thomas. Hunter, Hunter Henry is the man. Like, who I, gives a he shit? He does get. He does get targets. I go Hunter Henry. Are you? Is this against me? No, this is my big money. Well, then fucking Hunter, Hunter Henry. If it was against me, I'd very strongly recommend you play Ian Thomas. So this is like one of those ones. Do you feel like a dick and douche because you play Ian Thomas and he proves you wrong, or do you? There's another glory good? play if you right. want it, brother. After I'm down 30 with Lamar Jackson putting up a 37. At this point, you play the guy the who you ceiling. think has the ceiling. I think Ian Thomas hit his ceiling last week because he's not going last week because he's not gonna get another 10 targets. Yeah, but he played good last year when Olsen was out. He played. He did not play good last no. year. I know this because we had him on our dynasty team and we could never start him, even though I he had some good Olsen games, was though. out. He did not. Come on. All right. Uh, so you're older now. So. Play Hunter Henry. I am going to go ahead. To be fair, yes, rookie tight ends always suck. Always. Except against the Arizona Cardinals, which is why you play David and Joe. Exactly. Who's I'm your gonna, defense? doesn't matter. If you must know, I'm going to take a very low 8% owned in Yahoo, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense mm. against the one and only Detroit Lions who are down to their fourth string running back, their fourth string quarterback. Uh, their fourth string Is David Bluff not their second string quarterback? Fuck no. Driscoll was. Blow? How do you say that guy's name? I think it's Blow. Blow? Blow. 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 He looked great against the Bears. But it's the Bears. 
Anyway. Bears pass defense was good. Once. He's their third string. Marvin Jones is out. Shaq Barrett plays for a team called the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, I'm going to expect him to get a handful of sacks as well as uh, many other guys for that Tampa Bay defense. We know Tampa Bay likes to score points, which is going to put the Lions in a position where they need to try to score some points, which is how you create points from a defense is when the offense is trying to chuck it around. Uh, the Detroit Lions average 13.3 points given up to defenses fantasy-wise, which is number fifth in the NFL. So I'm going with the books. Take it or leave it. Now we can do this. Daily Deep Throat. You should feel ashamed of your victory last week. I think you barely broke 100. It was the lowest scoring daily deep throat. It was throw. rough. I don't buy a lot. Where'd you finish, Wolfpack? Well, I was last, so I probably yeah. was a shot for that. You do. I'm still in first you. place overall with seven, eight wins, I think. So you and I, or yeah, seven. eight. So you guys made a little bet, didn't you? We made a bet next year in our uh, flexual frustration. We're trade. what is yeah. it, an 11 for a 12? We're trading yeah. draft picks. You're down one, buddy, I'm with three weeks one. to go, unless we carry it into the playoffs. I feel confident. That's a double shot you're giving? No, oh, it's not a double shot. Take it, you suck it, fucking All daily right, fans. You're better than Wiz. That's not I've hard. I've had some success here on uh, some sites. I actually finished third place in a little small GPP a couple weeks ago for a $50 winner on a dollar bet, but I'll take it. Here's the... Uh, i got four quarterback... Well, Really, just two quarterbacks. I think I'm down to, uh, unless I go cheap. My higher price guys are Watson, who I mentioned earlier, and Dak against the Rams. And maybe a little biased because I'm starting them in my dynasty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as a lower own, as a lower guy, maybe Fitzpatrick, like the Dewey's nuts said. Uh, maybe a little bit of interest there. Maybe even Tannehill because he has been chucking it around against that Texans D. So maybe those four guys. Watson, Dak, Fitz, Magic, and Tannehill. Running backs. Carson. Dewey's nuts. Made a great call with Carson. He's at the top of my get-in lineup, guys. Fuck yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley. I'm thinking I'm going to have a lot of. CMC will squeak some in. Saquon. We dogged him a little bit, but I feel like you got to throw him in there in one lineup at least because he is a guy that could go for 40. And he costs nothing. Hey, he's down there a little bit. Really, on DraftKings, Gurley is six thousand. Oh my God! And McCaffrey's ten. McCaffrey, McCaffrey's eleven on FanDuel. That's the difference yeah. in price range between Gurley is way down at six grand right now. He's almost a must play at that price and the volume he's gonna get. Henry, he's a little banged up, but I'm guessing he plays. But does he's his price is going up? Does it scare you away enough? I don't know. Henry's been a fucking stud. Uh, in my hometown lead, I made in my hometown league. I made two terrible draft picks. Here they are. I picked Marlon Mack one pick ahead of Travis, Derrick Henry. Mm. That's fucking terrible. And I picked Julio Jones one pick ahead of Michael Thomas. Mm. And that was fucking terrible. That was terrible. If I would if I would flip those two picks, when in the my world, my team would be yeah. fucking stacked to the world. Anyway, moving on. Wide receivers. A couple guys I like. Um, you know, Chris Godwin, man, if you want to pay up for a receiver, you're going to pay up for him. Mike but Evans is gone, baby. Why Mike not? Evans is gone. You should get all kinds of volume. We talked about Nuke. He's in my list. We talked about DJ Moore. He's on my list. Michael Gallup is pretty fucking cheap on DraftKings at 5,700. He's got a great matchup against the Rams. 
um, defensive backs other than Ramsey, who hasn't even been that good this year. Bullshit. Ramsey's been the <laughs> second best fucking D-back in the league. Some cheap guys. D.D. Westbrook with D.J. Chark out. D.D. could get some good volume that I'm going to look into a little bit more before Sunday. Uh, Isaiah Ford, if you want to go cheap for Miami, who I mentioned earlier. The combination that Nuts and I talked about for Tampa Bay, Perriman and Watson. Some cheap, cheap fucking guys that if they hit... Do not take Justin Watson. Take Rashad Perriman. And then Greg Ward Jr. I brought him up early on for the Eagles. He's a guy potentially you could throw in for real cheap at wide receiver. So again, guys, I can't give you I can't give you lineups yet because I'm still looking into shit. But these are the names I'm down to. Okay, and for and for tight end, I think the number one tight end option this week is Zach Ertz, and it's not very close. Uh, he should get a minimum of nine targets and a ceiling of like fifteen targets in this game. They have no receivers to throw to. Ertz. Uh, Fucking Wentz is just going to lock him in. I like Waller this week uh, for Oakland against Jacksonville because we mentioned Jacksonville is just fucking putrid in all facets of the game. Uh, yeah, that's about it at tight end probably. Ertz, Waller, and maybe Ian Thomas because Ian Thomas is like fucking bottom of the barrel cheap. So for his price tag at like 3000 on DK or thirty five, you can afford to throw him in there. Defenses, the last little piece here. Maybe Tampa, maybe Arizona. Baker likes to fucking give it up a little bit. They're home. Uh, probably between those two. I'm probably going cheap on defense. Baltimore was the highest one. They already played Thursday. Maybe New England. Their New England's probably pretty high price against the Bengals. Uh, but they haven't been as good as they were their middle of the season. I'm probably going to go cheap. Try to get some higher price running backs like Dewey's Nuts mentioned. I think I'm going to stack three high high price running backs. That's the way to go. Let's talk about Greg Ward, Greg Ward Jr. for a second. Over the last three weeks, he has 11 catches. Any takers on how many yards he's put up on 11 catches? 60. Yeah, 79. 79. On 11 catches. That is so bad. Just like, over like seven. In DraftKings, you get a PPR point compared to FanDuel's. Take that PPR, point. but nine targets, four catches last week? I don't know. So the next segment we're going to do here is uh, your segment that you're running for us since you did such a great job last time. I gotta scroll down to it. Fucking brown noser over here. Who? Who? What? Me? No. Yeah. I, I would stick my nose in someone's ass, but nobody's ever asked me. <laughs> Apparently, you got the more adventurous sister. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> You've already commented, oh, sir. There's no. There's no going on. back. Would you rather? All right, so there's three of us here. Uh, we are going to get all of our collections, uh, selections here from uh, Permafrost, and then Wolfpack, Bullfrog, and I are each going to pick from the Would You Rather uh, player options so that uh, he's got to come back, Wolfpack, that is, to take some shots with us next week because he's going to fuck this up. Hey, you remember when I told you last time I saw you that the Wiz had never won one of these? That's, that's yep. yeah. He he's he's beat me in the last two consecutive now. So this things aren't going well for me. So give me some give me some easy options. Get is it started. That why he's not here because you don't want to get spanked again. Is that oh. what it says? 
Look, he fucking left his kids with a neighbor to go party in Chicago. He's kind of a terrible father. Yeah, what a, what a jackass. All right, so let's start it off with our first QB matchup. We got Jameis Winston with a minorly broken thumb, whatever the fuck that means. Minorly. At the Lions, or Drew Brees versus the Colts. Wolfpack, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Brees on that one. I'm a big Colts fan, but they got tore up by Jameis, so... I mean, All their right. defense ain't Bull- there, so. Bullfrog, who you got? Uh, I'm going to take the old trusty old vet on Monday night, Drew Brees against the Colts. Ah, you guys are fucking crazy. This is Jameis Winston all day. The Lions are the worst team in the league. Next. You took Jameis, didn't you? No, no I, took, I took Drew. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we got Tom Brady at the Bengals or Baker Mayfield at home against the Cardinals. Let's we'll start with Bullfrog this time. Who you got? Oh, fuck. Cards are one of the worst pass defenses in the league. He's playing his old Oklahoma boy from fucking Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm going to take Baker against the Cards. Yeah, look, neither neither quarterback is a really nice fantasy option for you. If you're playing these guys, it's probably because you're trying not to get your, your nuts waxed. Um, I'm going to pick... I'm going to go with the Bullfrog and pick Baker Mayfield just because Tom Brady and those Pats are really struggling on offense. I'm taking Tom Brady. Hey, now. There we go. We love dissension. Moving on to the backs. Moving on to the running backs. We got Dalvin Dalvin Cook, who's been a bit lackluster recently at the Chargers, or Saquon Barkley, who struggled as well at home against the Dolphins. Dolphins. Look, uh, this one is an easy one for me. Because Alexander Madison is not going to be playing in this game for Minnesota. And the, part of the reason Dalvin Cook's been struggling is because Madison's been taking a lot of work from him. I go Dalvin Cook all day. I know he's got a much tougher matchup. But Barkley, there's something wrong with him. Eli Manning's going to throw 100 passes to Darius Slayton. And Dalvin Cook's going to score twice. I want to have to go with Dalvin Cook. I talked you into it. You actually did. I didn't know about Madison. Or Madison. Fuck yeah, yeah, this is the sad state of Saquon Barkley in that run game yeah. for the New York Giants right here. This is a prime example of He's not one been of the there. biggest busts of the fantasy season, Saquon, that we can't pick him in this matchup. But uh, I'm riding Delvin Cook on my big money league, so I must root for this cocksucker to go big. So I'm taking him. Fuck. I actually agree with all three of you. <laughs> all right, so we're going to move on to second running back then. Hopefully we get a little bit more uh... – Indecisiveness with this one. We got Nick Chubb going up against a weak Cardinals defense, or my boy Todd Gurley, who shook his last four outings at Dallas. What do we got? Wolfpack, start us off. I'm going with Nick Chubb. They just, you know, the Cardinals just got rid of Terrell Suggs. You know, whether that mattered or not, that's still a you know veteran presence on that defense. I'm taking my. I'm taking your boy. Apparently, Scuba Steve, uh, Todd Gurley. He's been getting the volume. Uh, uh, what's his fucking name? McVay says he's a little gay fag for not playing him enough. Hey, hey. So, oh, hey, sorry. Hey, hey. <laughs> you got a you got a drop for that? I do not have a drop for that. <laughs> it's not gay bash on the air. Gosh, oh, it's a fucking twenty anyway, first century. And Chubb, man, and with Kareem Hunt back, that's just it's just too much of a. Too much of a timeshare already there, so I'm going with Gurley. Yeah, you heard last week uh, when I talked about the snap shares between Gurley and Chubb, and while Chubb finally did take back the majority of the snap work uh, last week, Hunt 
Why'd I say Gurley? I meant Hunt. Hunt actually had 60% of the snaps as well, and and Hunt got every single touch inside the five-yard line. Another stat I brought up last week is that Chubb fucking sucks on the goal line. So now that Kareem Hunt is the goal line back, Kareem Hunt is the pass-catching back, and Kareem Hunt is uh, is going to be on the field for more than half of those snaps, whether Chubb is or not. I can't pick Nick Chubb because he's he can't break 20-yard touchdowns every fucking week. So give me Todd Gurley. Fair enough. All right, we got a third running back matchup. We got Joe Mixon at home versus the Patriots or Philip Lindsay at the Chiefs. We know you love Joe Mixon there, Bullfrog. Yeah, Froggy, but, uh, kick it off. Not, not enough to pick him against this Patriots defense. I still think he's probably going to get some volume just because that's the state of the Bengals. Run it because we suck and we're going to lose anyway. But uh, if the Chiefs do have a weakness, it is their, is their run defense. Their pass defense has actually been quite a bit better lately. So if the Denver defense can keep it tight for three quarters, I think Philip Lindsay can do okay in this matchup. So, so here's the thing. Mixon's had a great uh, last five weeks, right? He's a running back four in fantasy over the last five weeks. And now, you know, you may say, okay, fine, but he's playing against the New England Patriots. Well, look, in those five weeks, he played against the Baltimore Ravens. Great defense. Great run defense. I think they're the third best run defense in the league. Played against the Pittsburgh Steelers, their top seven run defense in the league. And he played against the New York Jets, the number one run defense in the league. So he's getting it done against tough fucking opponents. Uh, so you can't write him off as, hey, maybe he he's had weak, weak games, easy games. That's just not what's happening. He's just finally finding his feet. All that said, uh, the Bengals are going to throw the ball so goddamn much this week that Mixon's not going to get his opportunity. And Mixon, Joe Mixon, in that same five-week span, 14 targets. Not enough. Give me Phillip Lindsay. I'm going with Mixon. I had dropped talk him earlier. You Did I talk you into it? And the Mixon? Yeah. No, I just, like, I mean, he's just been going off the last few weeks, like you said. And, you know, they're still going to run the ball because, I mean, they don't have any wideouts, really, I feel like, to throw it to. So, I mean, might as, well boy, run. Baby. might as well run it. All right, moving on then. So, in our fourth running back matchup, we have Devin Singletary, who's shown promise the past boy. few weeks, but is unfortunately at the Steelers, or Devonta Freeman. Who's going up against that punishing 49ers defense? She's not too. You got dude. That those are two really those yeah. are tough matchups, man. Uh, yeah. For Real me, I've got to go with Singletary here, and that's because of the pass catching work. He's on the field every fucking play. Um, he's he can he can do it even out of the slot if he needs to. So for me, just because of that, give me Singletary this one. I gotta agree with you, Singletary. Yeah, fucking A. Fucking A. Are you Canadian? Fucking A. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'll change it up with these fuckers because I can't, I can't agree with both of these guys all the time. Singletary is the true bell cow now in Buffalo, uh, but this, he's got two touchdowns on the ground. Two. That's fucking pathetic. Josh Allen's got eight. You know he leads the league in rushing touchdowns as a quarterback more than Lamar Jackson. He did it last year too. So, because of that, I think Freeman's going to catch a shitload of passes against this 49ers defense. So, I'm going to go with Devontae Freeman. Mm. You want to bet that one straight up? Sure. Who wants to get in on that? Make that bet. I'll take it. 
I'll take you. I'll take you. Canada, Toast, Week Chin, you in? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Alright, keep us rolling. That's that's a bottom of the barrel bet right there. Yeah, those are, those are tough. That's so, the kind Dewey House <laughs> likes to fucking hit on. You uh, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. Of course he does. Alright, starting off with Galifianakis this time. Moving on to wide receivers, we got Michael Thomas after rounding the first time. He's going at home against the Colts. Up against DeAndre Hopkins, coming off of 120 receiving yards and a surprising 12-yard run last week, hosting the Titans this week. Galifianakis, what you got? Who, who the fuck is Galifianakis here? Zach Galifianakis, one-man Wolfpack. Ah, well, yeah, that is why we named you that. That actually. was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is true. That was really not that, <laughs> was not that in depth. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've yeah. got a lot of medicine in me. I'm going to take Michael Thomas. I actually got him later on in the show. Yeah, this is a fucking tough one. These are this is like one A and one B here. I don't know if you can really go wrong, but if I would have to say who's going to be the leading scorer out of those two guys this week, you do, you do. I'm gonna say it's the Nuke, just because I think the Titans are the better team and they're gonna be a little bit more competitive. Where uh, the Texans are gonna have to be in throwing mode and maybe catch up mode a little bit more. And uh, the three of the top four cornerbacks for the Titans are fucking out. Uh, Adoree Jackson, out. Malcolm Butler, out. Sims, out. Give me the nuke against that Titans secondary that's banged up. Yeah, so um, I'm about to blow your fucking minds here. Get this. Early in the second quarter, Michael Thomas is going to get injured tomorrow. He is going to get injured Sunday. At that point, he's going to have 42 yards on three catches, no touchdowns, and we're going to beat the fucking snot out of the Bullfrog in our semifinal matchup because he's the only guy that he has that can score points. DeAndre Hopkins is going off two touchdowns against... Second quarter. Those Titans. Second quarter. Halfway through the second quarter. You want to bet it? I do not, actually, surprisingly. Damn. That sounds ready. like you should make a bet on that should one. We call nah, you, yeah. Should we call you Marty McFly? Do you come back with a fucking sports book? I will, <laughs> I will make you a bet that he gets injured in that game and leaves for at least one play. Mm. That's the dumbest fucking bet ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on that then one. Then let's move on. Wolfpack might just do it. <laughs> I do like bet. gambling. <laughs> <It's a whiz laughs> yeah, I do like gambling, so... All right, moving on with wide receivers. Uh, so, moving on to the second matchup, we got DJ Moore, who saw his targets plummet last week. Just four receptions. Who's going up at home against the Seahawks? Or Devontae Adams, who's top receiver on, the, on a bipolar offense versus the Bears? The Froggy, Bears. kick us off. All right. Yeah, I do love me some DJ Moore, and he is on my dynasty team that I'm going to be playing against the Dewey's Wiz. But uh, Rodgers loves loves to force-feed that cock to Devontae Adams himself, so I'm going to go with Adams against the Bears. Have we checked the weather forecast for that Green Bay game yet? Because is that in Chicago? I am under the impression that it is cold as fuck. In, Where's it it's, at? it's in Green Bay. Is it in Green Bay? That is going to be cold oh, they got snow, as I bet. fuck in Green Bay this week, and it's going to slow down offenses all over. I don't think either of these guys has a particularly strong Weak, but uh, I'll take DJ Moore just because of the weather forecasting. Green, you ready for it? Yeah. 
Uh, frozen Tundra of Lambeau Field, cold. Temps will be below 20 degrees in this game, and weather edge does show some negative impact when you look at stats from all games played across the NFL in similar weather. That being said, cold is the best of the bad weather scenarios, so it's no snow, no wind, just cold. cold. Taking, taking DJ Moore. I'm going to have to go with DJ Moore. He's been in my money, my money league, so I mean, I got to go with him. You've seen the color of Devontae Adams' skin? Slows him down in the cold. Got a draw? Yeah, hang on. All right. What do we got? We got two more. Let's keep it rolling. What do we got? Who we got next? Jesus Christ. All right. I'm not doing anything special with this one. Hey, we're Jesus Christ was a brown man too, okay? Yeah. Yeah. We're Who's moving Tanner? on. All right. Amari Cooper versus the Rams or Jarvis Landry at the Cardinals? Uh, he's nuts. Take it away. I am going to take... Oh, God damn it. I fucking hate Amari Cooper. And he has not been playing well. Neither has Landry. Although, Landry has had a lot of games in the back half of the season with a lot of catches. I'm going to take Landry with the PPR win here. I don't think he has a ton of yardage, but maybe a touchdown in like eight catches. I'll take Landry for the win. I'm going Landry. He's in the uh, flexual league. I need him to score big so I don't have to get my undercarriage waxed off. There you go. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, in our preseason rankings, the Big Wiz and Dewey's Nuts gave me all kinds of shit for ranking Jarvis Landry as high as I did. Uh, Shut up. I had him ranked 25th. You guys had him ranked 42nd and 34th. I was the biggest believer in Jarvis Landry coming yeah. in the preseason. Yeah, but where is he now? He's got, he, he, leads the tar- he leads his team in touchdowns, targets, receptions, yards, every stat you can possibly fucking think of. So let's go with Jarvis. Make it simple. Jesus. It's easy to lead a team that's garbage. It is easy to lead a <laughs> trash fucking team. Good point. Well put. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on to the last matchup here. Uh, we got Keenan Allen going up against a really soft defense for the Vikings, or Christian Kirk at home against the garbage Browns. Uh, Tuffy, we're kicking it off with you. Follow along here, Tuffy. Tuffy. Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Keenan Allen. Just, uh, just a feeling. Reason? Just the, no reason. Just no, a feeling. No fucking just, reason. Just cause. Just, just because. Well, I mean, he is, is also in one of my leagues. But I mean, but I just feel like he's going to go off more than uh, Christian Kirk. Yeah, this is this is kind of one where not not a big fan of either of these guys. I've always hated Keenan Allen for some reason. I'm not sure why. You and really have. I have. He's just one of those guys that's... Uh, I was going to ask, is it, is it the color of his skin? He's probably mixed, so I think I mean. it's his combination of bald head with big beard. It's just not the look for me. So I'm, oh, fuck, but Christian Kirk, that offense is not... Hey, Canada, you should know that Bullfrog is a Trump supporter. Uh, doesn't matter. It matters, goddammit! Hey, I voted for him. I am not a I'm Trump not going supporter. To again. I voted for him. I am not a Trump supporter. Don't put words in my I mouth. will not vote for him again. I, I'll oh, take boy. Allen. I'm going to backtrack it and say fuck Kirk and take take Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has been on fire back half of this season, but I'm taking Christian Kirk, who has been quite Ooh. the opposite. I just like the matchup better. I know neither matchup is really good, and Kyler Murray has been struggling. He's in, he's playing on a hobbled ankle or knee or whatever it is mm-hmm. right now. 
hammy. Is that what it is? Uh, but I think this is a get-right game for the Arizona Cardinals in general. And uh, I expect a lot of points scored, and Christian Kirk going to score one of them. That it? We done? That's it. Okay. You didn't want to make any bets with any of us on any of those guys? Uh, you don't want us calling you again. I see. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Well, I'll take, I'll take calls from the other two. I don't know about you. God, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pass around your number. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate the shots. Appreciate the picks. You have yourself a great night in my sister-in-law's asshole, okay? Ah, every night, every night. Yeah. I'm just disappointed that I haven't seen survivor picks here. You're week 15, and I don't see another one on this list yet. Oh, shit, yeah. Do you want to give us real quick your who you got? Let me put a drop on it. Who you got? Who do you got for your survivor pick week 15? Nobody's a left in a fucking survivor, but give it to us anyway. Exactly, which is why when no one is left, you're week 15, you have no options, and that's when you go with the Cleveland Browns over the Arizona Cardinals. You have no other options at this point, and that is the only reason you would ever pick the Cleveland Browns to win a football game. Yep, I'll and tell you what. I'm going with big this, this week. I picked the Browns last week, and they won, which was amazing. This week, my pick is the Arizona Cardinals over the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I'll bet it straight up if you want to. That sounds like a bet. Woo! A bet. Yay! Gentlemen, do you want to weigh in real quick before we get rid of this guy? I want to go with the Giants over Miami. Okay. That's a good That's a good late season pick, too. I'm going to take the fucking Bears over the Packers. Fuck wow! Oh. All right. Any last parting words for us, Mr. Canada? You all suck? I don't know. Nah. Fair. <laughs> I haven't met these two other guys, so I feel bad saying anything. It's <laughs> all right. We got thick skin, buddy. They, they pretty much suck ass. All right. I'll, 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 we'll, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining us. to do so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's that. So, two questions here for you guys. Wolfpack. What's you, up? You got a prostate problem or? I broke the seal already. Dude, you've been fucking peeing a lot. You're a lot Se- younger than we are. Seals and broke. You drank less than we... Well, that's not true. Less no, well I've had four shots. well hydrated. This dude has a f- prostate problem. Would you let Bullfrog check your prostate for you? If he's willing. Uh, he's if always, he's easy. You know he's easy. You lube it up. Well, you can just finger it up there. It's okay. We'll I figure some, it out. I got some pineapple flavored <laughs> lube at the house if y'all are interested. That he's going to blow me later because of that bet. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last question. This one goes to the bullfrog. You've probably forgotten exactly how this works. Well, but I wrote it in my notes, but I didn't write anything down. Give it. us a lesson of the day. The show is almost over. Lesson of the day, man. When it comes down to it, Louise Nuts is probably right I don't know if I'll take his advice, but he is probably right, guys. If you are hanging strong in those playoffs and you got studs and you got these fucking no-name guys that have found their way into volume positions, I think the bet's going to go to play your fucking stud and either that way you can at least feel good about it and not feel shitty when your no-name guy sucks a dick and your stud goes off. I'd rather lose playing my studs than fucking lose playing some scrub while my, my studs go off on the bench. 
the question is always, what can you live with, right? Exactly. Can you live with CMC on your bench scoring 40 because you decided you wanted to play Boston Scott? That's an extreme example, but uh, I, I'm always right in every case, especially that Michael well, Thomas thing. Guys, thanks for coming. Thank you to the great frozen tundra of the northern neighbors, Canadian, whatever. Um, and, uh, hey, good luck in your semifinals. Tweet at us to let us know that you won and that you give us all the credit for it. I'm at Dwee's Nuts. This guy's at YFF, the Bullfrog. Wolfpack doesn't count. Email us, you know, whatever. Reach out, talk to us. Otherwise, fuck off, because uh, I, I, I ain't got time for you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. <laughs>